podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey! We're back. Hey! A new season is upon us, and the pod is back. And of course, it's sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector weather. Okay. Nice. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Oh, oh the world's done. right again. Yeah, nice. I will. I summer's, I will. summer's nearly over. Football's back. Endicott saying, I will. I will. Oh, yes. The world's a better place. Parity for yeah, It's good. Um, so, Dan Endicott is here. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, Kevin Day is here, of course. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm wondering what pod number it is for those, two, for those of our training. 259. 259. Let's, let's just say it's 259. Um, and it's Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Right. <laughs> so I'm a solid six and a half out of ten today. Oh, okay. That's not bad actually. That's um, not bad for him. So, yeah. lads, the, the season starts in two days. Yikes. Yes. It's crept yeah. up on us. We were saying before the pod, didn't we? Mm. Now, I, I took the Endicott approach this summer of ignoring all football. <laughs> I'm assuming you did the same thing, James. After the World Cup, yeah. The World Cup finished and I basically put my head in, in the sand until today. Is that what, what that hear? whole is two it, weeks? Is that what <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that what you hear? Is that colour? That's exa- No, this is more Viking gold than um, sandy coloured sand. Um, it's, you know, because you, you get involved. And, I'm, you know, obviously I've dipped in a little bit and seen the odd tweets here and there, but you'd, I don't, because you can't hide from it. But it's just full of fantastic stories and ridiculous people's assumptions. Right, which I, we I won't made, come on to. I, made, I to. made the opposite mistake. I made the mistake of... I couldn't get out of the habit of checking CPFC News Now <laughs> every 20 minutes, thinking, mm-hmm. well, something must have happened. Now. <laughs> and then forgetting that you have to make that distinction between made-up stuff and things like transfer Real life and fantasy. And actual, yeah. And, yeah. and it turns out that it was only of that every 20 minutes for four weeks, probably two minutes when actual real things mm-hmm. transpired. And as for the mirror, let's draw a veil over those... No, wow. Let's talk about them later. We can talk about yeah. them later. More importantly, how have you been getting on with the heat? I'd imagine this has been the worst summer ever for you. Uh, it's been... Let's, let's not go there. I'm still, it's been still, delightful, s- isn't it? There's still some residual warmth knocking about the house, which I don't know. There's little pockets of warmth as <laughs> all around the house going, get out, stop. It's going to continue until October, Kevin. <laughs> no, it's going to be mildly mildly warmer than that. It's all right, I went to Edinburgh last week. I'm going to Edinburgh next week, so I've had my... Getting away from it. ...share of yeah, the heat. That was just... That was despicable. How any sane, civilised person can say, this is what... It was just... Just Global the worst warning, night was the semi-final, and with the combination of the heat, the alcohol, and the disappointment was. 
<laughs> what a combo. Yeah. Andy Street, how's your summer been? It's been okay. Cool. Okay, so. <laughs> it's been a high powered legal season all summer. The heat doesn't yeah. stop the law, you know. No, no, no. Yeah, it's been a, it has yeah. been a very busy summer, actually. Yeah. Lots of people suing each other. Yeah, it's the heat. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> I, I get a bit cross in the heat as well. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Uh, yes, it's, it's been fine. I, 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 you see, footballers, they'll quite often, uh, if they've got a really long off-season, maybe have like one or two weeks where they go a bit nuts and relax. I kind of view close seasons being uh, an opportunity not to have 15 pints of Guinness every weekend mm. and spend most of my life in the Porsons Arms. Mm. So I actually feel quite reinvigorated. You do look a bit... You look like you've not been on the beer. Yeah, yeah thanks. Mm. <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> And I presume, Jay-Z, your summer was hot because you went on honeymoon. Yeah, I did. It was hot. It, it was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, especially Louisiana, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. It was, yeah, ridiculously hot. Um, but you guys got some of that heat as well back here, so, you know. Yeah, yeah thanks. Um, speaking of heat, Palace have had a hot transfer window. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. That's so no, bad. I liked it. I liked um, it. I wouldn't even get that a solid six and a half out of ten, to be honest. Okay. Um... The transfer window closed two and a half hours ago, which is why we are podding tonight. We're waiting for it to close. Um, how are we feeling then about, Kevin, about this window? Because there has actually been a few fans online saying it's a bit underwhelming. I would say it's been a fairly solid. Oh, so you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, four weeks ago, maybe slightly longer, when there was sudden flurries of information hinting that we had financial problems and Roy Hodgson was dropping hints that a good transfer window would be keeping players rather than bringing players in. Um, That was a slightly worrying time. But I think it's a perfectly decent transfer window. I mean, I think uh, mission number one was to keep Wilf. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, despite the mischief making by the Daily Mirror, in particular with their malicious nonsense about he's spoken to Palace players and said that he wants to go to Chelsea. Uh, interesting enough, I had to do a thing at Sky Sports the other day, and I went to say hello to Jim White, who I know, and I was berating him for you know being part of the problem. And he made the point. He said, "He said there's nothing that they say on Sky Sports. Nothing that they say on Sky Sports hasn't got a source mm-hmm. somewhere. So it's not always a journalist or a club, but there is always a source for a story." He said, "Unlike the Mirror, since its new ownership, which will just basically say anything for clickbait to get people clicking mm. on their website, and it's just it must be unsettling for players, and it, it's it's just wrong. There's, there's no, it's not even funny. It's not even you can't even laugh at it. So outlandish. But so so keeping Wilf was the first important thing, I think." I think the players we brought in are great. Mayer's the interesting one. Mm. Henning Vane, yeah. German comedian, who's a friend of mine, who used, used to be a journalist on Süddeutsche Zeitung, football journalist. He he thinks it's a mistake. He, did, why, he, he described him as a wrongen and a Herbert. Okay, <laughs> but Henning also many of them in South London. They do no, well. <laughs> Henning also doesn't like players who don't tuck their shirts into their shorts. So he's so that, he's a traditionalist. Yeah, but he says he's a brilliant player, but he's got a reputation for being. A bit of a hothead, but I, you know, that's it, fine. It wasn't. It, his, his nickname was the German Messi. Joachim Lowe described him as the best young player. Mm. They won when they won the Under Twenty One World Cup. He was player of the tournament. I think he's probably as surprised to find himself at Palace as we are to find him there. But he's he's a. There was a thing in the Guardian showing headlines from back pages all across Europe. And it's basically what the how did yeah. that happen? And he's still he's still twenty two. He's still twenty two. Very young. And he's. I think if anybody can can deal with Herberts Rongens. <laughs> Then Roy Hodgson's yeah. it, and I think absolutely. I, I think we've got. If I was being critical, I would I would, I would like to have seen another centre back cover at centre back. But I think we've got two players in every position, and better player we've brought better players in than yeah. Don't have got that. So I think it's a good. I mean, it's a strong window. It's not spectacular, but I think it's very solid. I think anybody who's moaning about it's wrong. Really, I'd, yeah. what, 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 what do people expect? You know, 
well, you're not going to... I think it's really good. I think... And I also think as well, I think I think Benteke, from what I... I wasn't at the Toulouse game, but from what I heard via you, actually, JD, yeah. is that he, you know, he, he looked a completely different player. So that's, that's almost like a new yeah, signing as well. What was your reaction to Max Meyer signing then? Who is he? <laughs> yeah, that was my first. <laughs> Never heard of him. Then I looked at him and thought, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And, he's, and look, you've got to, like, I just love somebody called Max. Maximilian. Mm. Max brilliant a brilliant name. Because there was, there, I think, I feel, from, he feels to me like second second coming of Kabai. Because when Kabai signed, we were like, oh, he's this number 10. He's going to slot in behind the, mm. the, the forwards. And he actually um, was a deep line midfielder. And Max Meyer's the same. Everyone, I think when he broke through at Schalke, he was a bit more attacking. But he's actually a, a deep line midfielder. And he's 22. So we, we've he's always very got a young, young He's very young. I think, as, as Kev hinted at, I think any manager, I think Roy's a great manager for somebody like that. I think he's, his experience in Europe will really help. And, you know, I just think, you know, you, you get a player like Max and the, the reputation he comes with, and for him to come to Palace is good. Is, you know, he's, he's not going to, for want of a better word, a bigger club. Mm. He's coming to us and, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll have something to prove. Mm. He's also, definitely it, got something to prove. 100%. Himself, it, you know. 100%. It's almost a low-lose situation because we haven't paid a fee for him and we've signed him on a four-year contract. So if he moves on, it's Great. almost mm. a three-year contract, beg your pardon, Your Honour. Uh, if he moves on, it's almost inevitably going to be for money. Mm-hmm. So that's profit. And it's if he works, he, he, we've got apparently one of the best young midfield players in Europe. And, he, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't, we haven't. It hasn't cost us a lot of money. And yeah, also, perfect. can we just clear up how how much he's getting a week? Because well, it's not. There's another thing that well, kind of the, the mirror, the mirror, the mirror kind of the mirror that he was like ask, a hundred because, because you're, you're like the mirror. Facts you, figures guy you work, yeah. you work in the sports legal sports world don't you well, With JD Sports you're JD Sports <laughs> Don Fifield said yeah. on Twitter that it was less than half of that yeah so, but, but and who, I, know, I know who I trust out of Don Fifield but what interests me though is like, do, do clubs Andy ever actually say right we've signed this player and this is how much he's getting a week because why would they do that so where did the journalists get their misinformation from well some will just make it up um, some will be fed things by agents to try and mischief make to try and provoke deals elsewhere on other terms some will be basically a game of Chinese whispers so it, mm. it starts as the right figure then someone adds in what they could potentially earn if all the bonuses were triggered then someone says that that's what they're guaranteed every single week and someone adds it on uh, adds on another extra bit and then you know these stories build a bit of a build a bit of a snowball um, to a certain extent it may have even benefited us that it was at such a ridiculously inflated level in terms of the term the level it was being reported at because I imagine it probably scared a few clubs off mm. yeah. <laughs> if you looked at that way, what he wants 170 <laughs> grand a week but for um, me that was the most I can I can almost forgive the mirror for the he's spoken to players he wants to go to Chelsea story because somewhere along the line they've looked up a you know they've googled it and three years ago somebody said to Wilf would you like to play in the Champions League one day yeah of course I would yeah, yeah. so I could almost forgive that but the Mail and the Mirror reporting that we'd bought him in on, on 170 pounds a week for me that was malicious because that was un- that would have unsettled Wilf because we know one of the things for Wilf is he wants to be rightly so he wants to be valued for what he's, his contribution at the club and that's yeah. one of the issues and that for, for me that was a, a, a deliberate attempt to unsettle him for what purpose I don't know but that was well the problem, the problem obviously and you're talking about the Sky Sports earlier and, and they're more having sources. The problem with online now, and the mirror basically deal online, is that everyone's competing so much for space yeah. online that people get crazier and crazier with their stories. And they get to the point where we need, we need clicks and we need outrageous headlines. So they're going to start making stuff up 
or not or going a bit outrageous with their sources so it's become like this weird kind of wild west of online where everyone's just getting crazier than so the other is person. it is it simply a case that the more clicks they get the more they can charge for adverts is I, that what it is I think so yeah right, okay. something like that I don't know the ins and outs well, yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. basically fishing for clicks yeah but the and, mirror used to be a reputable source of that's and that but they've been taken over haven't they by it and they employed ex- james daly in the time between becoming a reputable source <laughs> oh, and now i know, I know. Well, I mean, i'm not right. saying it's not working you know those those things did coincide you're saying he's one of the cowboys i i wouldn't ever go that far okay. you can draw the inference you want there is a correlation <laughs> <laughs> let's just leave it that <laughs> Is, yeah, uh, yeah, they have, they have gone, they've gone in a different direction. Right, I would say since they, and you're right, they used to be a reputable sort of lefty. Paper. I think my view yeah, with uh, with with sort of transfer stories and reporting and stuff is basically you need to identify who you think the reliable journalists are, and then just ignore everything else. Yeah, and there are uh, three or four who you can usually take it as read that if they report on it, it's accurate. Yeah. And unless it comes from something yeah. at Palace, you mean? They're they're yeah. all, and they're all at our Palace. Friends. Well, there's three or four at each club <laughs> yeah, in respect yeah. of each club, and they, sure. they overlap a little bit, obviously, because. Dom, Dom Fifield is quite reliable on some of the Chelsea stuff as well, yeah, but he's yeah. very, very, very reliable on the Palace stuff. And to a certain extent, you just got. To, I've, and I know it's difficult because it's human nature. If there's something written about your football club, to want to read it, but a lot of it's just nonsense. A lot yeah. of there's, there are always stories. I'm not going to name any specific stories, any specific players, or any specific publications. But there are all sorts of stories that get placed for a reason to smoke out another club somewhere else. You yeah. say that Club X are really interested in player Y because you know that Club Z are about to try and buy him and you try yeah. and push the price up and you try and really oh, force okay. them into action. Yeah. Or force them into getting a new deal. And, and there's all sorts of games like this that are played sometimes by agents and intermediaries, sometimes by people connected with them, just to try and make activity happen in the market. And to say so you, it's incumbent on us as fans to ignore a lot of it. Because if we didn't click on it all, the papers in question wouldn't get all, all the ad revenue they do get and then that model would die but yeah. we, we click on it we go, yeah. we go on news now every 20 yeah, minutes yeah. and mm. that model continues uh, unabated yeah but despite all that Palace have come out with a fairly solid transfer window the other signings are obviously Guaita who joined yeah. in January yeah. I've almost yeah. forgotten about him yeah. in a way who gave the goal away against Toulouse yeah sort of palmed it out I mean, yeah, yeah, it was, it yeah. Yeah. if that had been Hennessy, then Streety would have been. We've had a pod on Saturday night, <laughs> just an emergency pod, just to talk about that one but, mistake. You know, you get it out of the way in the friendly, maybe. Is he going to start against Fulham? I have no idea. So was Hennessy? Yeah, but he did start in the last preseason game before the season. Yeah. So. so was Hennessy supposed to start but got injured? Is that right? He, I think on Saturday yeah. he was supposed. Yeah, he was on yeah. the team sheet. Yeah, and then wasn't there, and then Jules was on the bench. So I'd imagine yeah. that meant he picked up an injury. Because I've got yeah. a feeling that Hennessy is going to be the first choice keeper start the season unless I mean, there, unless is, a theory, injured, there is a theory that Roy will start Hennessy and then because yeah. Guaita's English isn't brilliant yeah. but I think he's been taking courses or learning it and sort of feed him in drip feed him into the into the league sort of the opposite Mandanda yeah. you know right. scheme really um, we've also signed Czech Kiate from West Ham for £10 million reportedly yeah. um, and just now right on uh, deadline just day now. are you Jordan are you not, Jordan. A, not Andre are you no, the Jordan, 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 Jordan yeah, yeah. Um, from Swansea on loan. Is that on loan? Um, yeah, it's Has on that loan. been confirmed by the club yet, or just by his brother, who's I been th- tweeting I, pictures of him? In yeah, the I saw show. the picture. Right. I haven't seen anything, anything else. Um, what do we think of those two signings then? Because both both players with Premier League experience. I mean, ten million for Karate, I think seems like a bit of a steal. Are we happy with that? Plugging I, gaps, really? I think if. Um the fact, the reaction of most West Ham fans has been similar to reaction when we got Tompkins. Yeah, and if we get half as much out of Kayati as we got for Tom, I, mean, I know he had a he had a poor season last season by all accounts. I know in, I think in the Brighton game he was particularly poor, and the, mm. most pundits picked that out. But 
again, I'm not entirely sure he'll start, but I think he's a brilliant squad player. I mean, he's, he's physically very imposing. Yeah. He can play in the middle of the midfield or as, or as in front of the back four. He scores a lot of goals from set pieces. So again, I think it's, he's made the squad better without a doubt. Yeah, he's got a bit of a thunderbolt on him as well. Yeah. I think when he does score, he scores, mm. he scores belters. I mean, we, we talked, didn't we, at the end of the last season, then there's like, there are gaps in the squad that we need yeah. to fill. We've lost Kabai, Ruben lost his cheeks, not coming back yeah. either. Is this the sort of player that you're kind of happy to have in the squad? Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to fill those boots. Those two players are big players. But, you know, I think you, it's, we say it every year, it's a squad game, so you need them. And I think you, 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 if we're getting in players, you know, who have got, Premier League experience and can fight for places then it could only be a good thing you know Yeah, it was a shame to see Timmy go to Fulham today Timmy well, it's, not been, it's, oh, not been, it's not been yeah. agreed yet when, they don't, we don't oh, know right. if, we oh, we'll get on to that that might be one of the ten the ten ones that are right. allowed that's interesting. we'll get on to that in part three because I thought that was quite interesting that he didn't come back to us he went to Fulham. well he said publi- he publicly he said he wouldn't he really enjoyed his time but he said I wasn't getting a game yeah I wasn't expecting him to come back. So, um, I think, yeah, Wambasaka was very much the first choice centre back, yeah. and he wasn't going to get in, uh, first choice right back. And I think even Man United said there's no point sending a player out for experience if he's not going to get yeah football. Whereas Ruben obviously played a lot last season. Yeah, that's in, we'll come on to that because yeah, apparently okay. Fulham have got defensive issues, which we will talk about in part three, okay. um, which could be to our benefit. Um, Andy, let me put you a question about Jordan Ayew from Keith Badger. Hi, Keith. Hey, Keith. Hello, Keith. Strong name. Great name. Strong name. He says, um, Solid. He says, I'm, well, actually, and also uh, Mike Clark sent in a similar question. And they both said, I'm not sure about Jordan Ayew. Every club he plays for seems to get relegated. And it is true. He's played, the last four clubs he's played for have all been relegated. Didn't Scott Dan have that record at one point yeah. as well? Before he joined us. Before yeah. he joined us. Yeah. So there you go. I, I think it's probably more down to the entire team than the player himself. I think you've got to ask yourself one question. In terms of the squad place that he's probably replaced, is he better than Jing Yong Lee? And yeah. I think the answer to that is yes, yes, he is. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much in favour of it. I don't think he'll be necessarily a starter unless there's an injury to one of the front four or three, depending on how Roy decides to set up. But it's nice to have an option who is you know, a genuine, solid Premier League player based on what he's produced to date, rather than Chungi, who for you know all his effort didn't ever really look up to that level so I'm, I'm very impressed with the signing generally I think he's he's a decent player well, he's, he's yeah. also versatile because he can play yeah. he can play wide he can play as a main striker he can play behind he can play as a 10 so it's yeah. again I think it would, it would take two injuries to two or three players before Ayu was to start but yeah as Street just said, if A was on the bench, you, you, that's what you want. I mean, but we, we had so many injuries last season. Yeah, but we've, that's, absolutely. But we've yeah. been we've been saying for every season we've been in the Premier League that yeah, our first team's fine. But you look at the bench, mm. and now I, I, I'm guessing that even in my head working it out today, I can't even work out who's going to be on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> which is the first time that's happened in in several seasons because we have got options now. And the bench, it, yeah. whoever you look at on the bench, is going to be a strong bench, and that's all we've ever really asked for and, and having two players in each in each position I mean in a way yeah. you hope they've learned from last season because that, that, those injuries hit us so hard last season yeah. Yeah. hopefully Palace have learned from that to plug the, goal, plug the gas two things I just thought of one I saw a kid with a Chung Yong Lee on the back of his shirt during the Toulouse game oh. so, never thought I'd see that yeah, oh. so, don't know why has he actually that. gone Chilly? I feel like he might have lost a bet or something <laughs> not, not only has he gone he can't move to another English club because yeah. he's not, oh. got, not been able to get a work permit to go sure, to yeah. Another one, so he's had to go to, or he was looking at going to somewhere in Belgium or oh, crikey, somewhere it? sort of in the EU somewhere, generally. My second question is, um, has that, are you, I know you were checking Twitter now, has it been confirmed? 
No. Are you think? No. Do we, do we know if Jaira's part of it? Because there was rumours no, that no, Reedemar no, was going to go. Is that not happening? No, no. Jaira refused point blank. He's staying. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's that's kind of another bonus, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it, well, he's staying, but it, yeah, remember the transfer window is still open in Europe, so that oh, that's yeah, of a, course. a move for him. He'd be the least, the most likely move yeah. to Europe, I thought. But I would hope he would stay because again, yeah. he's centre back cover. Yeah, and that uh, window stays open till end of end of, end of, August. End of August. So another yeah. three weeks. Another three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've got a couple more questions then on transfers. I'm just going to chuck in here in part one. one this one's from Achini. Hi, Achini. Hi. says, would you rather have Ruben or Mayer? And in brackets, Ruben on a permanent. Ooh. Not very, not massively similar players, are they? I think the potential, without having seen, the, from what, everything I've heard, the potential of Mayer. I mean, his, his nickname is the German Messi, which is yeah. kind of but encouraging. there's been so many players that come through as the Cernso Messi, yeah, the Iranian yeah, the Messi, the Korean Messi, Messi. Chen Yongli, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a very difficult question to answer because you're talking about a player we've seen, seen through, and, and, and fallen in love with. <laughs> yeah. To one we haven't. To one we haven't, yeah. but who's got a... Potentially brilliant. I mean, this is Palace. The chances are that could go seriously tits up. <laughs> he, you know, he, he, we we don't you know. But it, again, it's a. And I know I said this about the ball last year, but it, it's a it's an ambitious, bold move from Palace, it's and they are. Then, but they it's also, a freeze. It's not that bold. Well, but it kind of is. But also because to even to have the cheek to ask, really, because it's apparently <laughs> that as as far back as sort of mid June, Parish was ask was saying. You know, would you fancy it? And the answer was resolutely no. Wow. And the answer was resolutely no for quite some time. And then he, they, so they kept going back in. So I think it's, I think it's a, it's a really ambitious move. It's the fact that we recognise that this player, this potentially brilliant player, was unhappy, was available, and it looked like all the big, you know, because he's he he went on strike at Schalke because he said he wanted to play Bayern Munich or Barcelona, and only Bayern Munich or Barcelona, and he's he's got his red and blue stripes. So he's yeah, not, so he's not far off. So he's not yeah. far off. But it's you know this is a, this is the level of club he was uh, he was linked with. So uh, yeah, I think it's hats off to whether it's Freeman, Parish, Hodgson, whoever yeah. was involved. And if it was Freeman, then I owe an apology for some of my previous remarks. <laughs> well, one of my previous remarks, not the rest of them. So whoever was responsible, then I think they they need to be applauded for that. But yeah. it's impossible to say in an ideal world we'd be saying. Well, well, he man Loftus Cheek was going to be fantastic, but I think always you never know. I think it's always Loftus Cheek had just a good enough World Cup for that. Yeah, in an ideal world, he would have been injured in the first game, and everyone yeah. would have forgotten about him. The thing is, you know what's going to happen? He's not. He's not going to play at Chelsea, and then he's come January, play. he'll be out again for somewhere on loan, maybe back to us. You know, well, I'm surprised. I, I, I'm amazed know. he's not gone on loan somewhere if he isn't going to play at Chelsea. Yeah, Sarri must have spoken to him. Must have done. Yeah, it's but, interesting. So, it's interesting because he was obviously happy at Palace. Massively. I mean, you know, yeah, really. Played his best football. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he hadn't been at Paris, he wouldn't have been in, in Russia. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, a couple more questions then. Um, and on that, actually, on that theme, Kevin, Ben Allen Hi, ben, ben, ben. says, um, is this the club's best ever transfer window in terms of personnel and cost? And will the Parish and Dougie bashers now pipe down? <laughs> well, we don't know if, if Dougie had anything to do with it, but I'm sure he did. We assume so. Yeah, one, one would assume yeah. so, yes. As it's his job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't we don't know the intricacies, do we, behind the well, scenes? No, but no. you know, yeah, we got good it's idea. it's better than the window where we bought in Adibai or yeah, and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think only time will tell how good it how good it. I mean, I think it's going to go. It'll be hard to beat the the what, the Allardyce January window yeah. where we bought Sacco, Van Arnold, Schlupp and Luca. Yeah, I think that's really hard to beat that. 
Uh, and again, Luke is one of those players that straight after the World Cup, everyone was predicting that we wouldn't be able to keep hold of Milivojevic. So again, that's another. Yeah. So I think you need to forget, need to remember the players we've we retained are really good players. Yeah. The way yeah. we finished last season, you know, Luca and MacArthur were were fantastic yeah. towards the end of last season. There's no reason to assume they won't be again. But I think this is a good window. I do, I do genuinely think this is a good window. Yeah. Potentially a very exciting one. I agree. What do you think, what do you think Street? It's been an excellent window. Yeah. We brought in a new, decent goalkeeper, one of the best in La Liga last season, who get loads of clean sheets, saved his team loads and loads of goals, did fantastically well. You brought in a brilliant prospect in Mayer. Mm. Um, I think he's still at the level of prospect, but was being talked about as a world-class level prospect rather than that. Oh, he might be good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as I said before about I, just an incredibly solid option off the bench at all points or even a starter if you've got injuries. And Kiata I've always been quite a big fan of. And in, in a way, they brought in kind of all the sort of transfers we've asked Palace to. So, you know, Premier League experience in Kiata and IU. Yep. And then players with a point to prove, like Mayer. So they're, yeah. they're not yeah, trying yeah. any players that you've thought... Oh, don't know about that. They're kind of all sensible signing. I think you have to look at it contextually as well in that about six weeks ago, we'd lost half of our midfield from last season yeah, yeah. and loads of players had left yeah. on free transfers. And you're looking at it at that point going, this is not good. We know Guaita's coming in, but who knows how that'll work out. And we don't have Kabai now. We don't have Loftus-Cheek. And half the reason we were pretty good towards the end of the season was because Loftus was driving brilliantly with the ball and Kabai albeit only for 70 minutes in most matches, was all over the place yeah. for those 70 minutes and was an incredibly important player. So to have one of them obviously go back to his parent club with you know, no inclination to come back mm. and the other one leave at pretty short notice could have left us in a pretty difficult spot because it now requires, unless you do some good business like Palace have, a huge amount of cash to do transfers. A huge amount of cash. That's why players are now moving less. People talk about Maguire moving from Leicester to Man United today didn't go that people talk about Wolf going people talking about you know Godin going to, to Man United Man- Manchester United probably the biggest club in the world weren't able to sign a centre back today mm. such a the yeah. abilities now of clubs to hold on to players and such are the fees that players can end up commanding and in those sort of circumstances where we were looking at having to replace half the midfield that could have in another window cost us 70, 70 million quid Yeah. so to be able to pick up two players in that those positions both permanent for £10 million have a new goalkeeper which is the yeah. position we've all been identifying as being a problem for a huge amount of time and to bring in another solid option for the squad you know I, I don't see how anyone can whinge about that window frankly unless they're expecting us to do what Everton tends to do and spend £100 million quid every window well, also, I mean, that's, well that's <laughs> the interesting <laughs> thing because you know, West Ham have brought nine players in I think Fulham were up to seven today Wolves yeah. were at Seven Everton were eight, but there's no. Yeah, you know, we could do that. We could bring nine players in. But what's the point of bringing players in for the sake of bringing players in? Because a lot of the players they're bringing in are in. So like Everton last year brought three or four players in the same position. Yeah, and Everton spent as almost as much money this time last year and were fourth and bottom yeah. in in September October. West Ham had bought a lot. Of, you know, Wolves were a really good team in the in the Championship last year, but then suddenly you bring in a lot of new players from one area in particular in Portugal there's no guarantee that's going to work so you, mm. I think Palace have been rather canny I mean, no, we haven't bought players in just for the sake of buying it's, them we haven't gone like he's available we'll have him yeah. we've got like I keep coming back to we've got two players two good players now in, in every position. position and players like Schlupp who can cover two or three positions it's, well. it, you know we keep going on about it being a squad game but ultimately it's about keeping 
that you know, eleven to fifteen players. Yeah. Let's say like fifteen who were constantly there. So, and you and we we often say this: you 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 keep the core of the team, which we are doing, and then the, you know one or two or three possibly players on the fringes just are going to move it around. But we we've kept the core of it, which is the main thing. And we did end last season very strongly. Yeah, and we know we'll that core because that's a really good point because that mm. that core that first mm. eleven, twelve, thirteen. One four and drew two of the yeah, last exactly. six exactly. games of last exactly. season. Yes. We know it's a good thing, and yeah. and and we had, for the, you know, that impetus seems to have maintained itself in the preseason. Yeah. In the preseason, nineteen friendlies. goals in five games. Yeah. I think was the video yeah. that Palace tweeted out today. And there is a balance, isn't there? I think between bringing in too many players and bringing in too few players. Yeah. You know, I think some of these, you know, you walls, how do you know all those guys are going to? I mean, you yeah. can't upset it. You know, you can't upset the apple cart, as they say. And yeah. also, the. Any player you bring in takes time to assimilate yeah. the surroundings, the different training methods, the different, yeah. you know, just everything about it, different showers. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, yeah, yeah. but it's all different. Yeah. You get nine or 10 players who are just like, oh, I don't even know who I am. Who are you? Oh, do you work yeah, here? Yeah, yeah I'm, actually, I'm actually a right back. Nobody knows who anybody is. Yeah. It's like being the first, it's yeah. like going, it's like moving from little school to big school. You don't know who anybody is. It's funny Kevin mentions the window where we signed Adebayo, because I actually think in some ways the worst window we ever had since coming up was the first one where we tried to sign oh, th- well, in fact we did sign 13 players it was so bad actually I was having dinner the other night with the famous Neil the Fish and we were playing a little quiz game trying to remember all 13 signings and Neil was a trivia buff and we found it really difficult <laughs> it's really quite difficult uh, but you, you can have windows you like that you sat where... down to dinner with Neil the Fish well, well, so he he sat down. <laughs> um, did you eat much? Uh, he's going to absolutely crucify me for mentioning him by name was that, was that the window go. Gladiero came in that was the window where um, Gladiero Bannon Grandan Do- Doyle oh, no, that's the window Doyle Punchin Stephen Doby no, Punchin came in that window he was already there no, no, no. Punchin came in that window online no he did oh, he did, he did, well. did yeah, 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 yeah well Oh, anyway, that was, oh, I mean, yeah. the vast majority Ooh. of those were two days beforehand. Well, I mean, that was like, yeah. Well, that's also the other thing because most of that it's like Cardiff have brought six players in, all of them except one from the Championship. Yeah, and most of the players that Holloway brought in were Championship Absolutely. players. There was no proven Premier League Absolutely. quality, and that's I think experience has taught us that's the most important thing. I agree, that, and that's that why I think for. our but window is actually very solid. And on uh, that, Andy OCPFC Andy. Andy has asked us to rate the window from one to ten. <laughs> rate the window I'd say round <laughs> for those of you who could be square yeah, over the age of yeah, 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 yeah. over the age of 40 that's a reference to play school play school yeah, yeah. Oh, the, okay. the round window the the play school. square window or the oval window solid eight was it oh, rounds uh, yeah, round square Little oh. Ted Big Ted which one oh, Big Ted was the big one Little yeah, Ted was, little play, was, it play, was it the yeah. same thing as the play bus was that no, different? Okay, no, 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 you're, you're very young. You understand. That was a, Thanks, mate. That was a pale, no, it's fine. No, you limitation of place. Nice to have youth on your side. I'll go, yeah, I'm going to go eight out of ten. I'm going to eight out of ten. Yeah. I'm going to. I think the first time in quite a few pods, I'm going to go. With, I'm going with the lawyer. <laughs> I'm going eight out of ten. You say eight. I'm yeah. going to say eight as well. Then. Yeah. I'm going to say eight point five. <sighs> oh wow! Well, just to be. It's not nice guy, guy, you know. So. <laughs> Right. Um, <laughs> just to be that guy. Just to be point five difference to anyone else. It sums you up. Thanks, mate. You're 0.5 different to the rest 0.5 of us. 0.5 better. Well, I just noticed the wedding ring. That's nice. No, and I was at yeah. like, the wedding as well. That's bad. We're getting. That before, shouldn't I? Uh, that wraps up part one. In part two, we're going to answer your questions as per. So join us after this. Right. 
Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey! Oh, come on, yeah, that was the, the, the others were too busy on social media. Of course they were. Well, they were on social media confirming that IU has gone through. Yes, it's just just come through um, during the pod. During the pod, and um, well, that's exciting. One thing, the, one of the one of the quotes from Jordan says that uh, the manager, chairman, and sporting director all made an effort for me to be here today, and I have to thank them. Oh, so okay. our little. Uh, so Dougie did do something. So Dougie obviously did something. Fair play. Yeah. Um, we are, of course, sponsored by Vector Printing for your print embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. Okay. Okay. So Vect- okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> and Chase, I will. Chase the idea. At least let me get... There's a, there's a contract. Come on, I've got to get it. I've done it already. Chase the idea. I will. We don't get the £4.50 per pod sponsorship if we don't. If only it was that much. Questions from our listeners. The first one is from Seki Eagle. Oh, he's, he's referenced another one of our listeners. He huh? says, "Does at Kabai love hug loves hugs need to start a whole new Twitter account? Oh. Think his name's out of date, or does Kabai genuinely still love hugs?" I think wherever he's playing, he's, he's probably. Where's not, he moved to? He's not somewhere in the UAE. Yeah, he's probably best not hugging any men when he's out there. But you know, <laughs> otherwise he'd be fine. I think. But, I'm really glad that you made that joke because I was kind of thinking about yeah. the decorum and professional obligations mean that I couldn't make it. So. Why, 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 why can't you make a joke referencing the joke. fact that homosexuality is deplorably illegal in those countries? And yet we're having a World Cup in one of them, didn't we? I totally agree. Yeah, thank you. It was a well-executed joke. <laughs> <laughs> like I can even say that. Um, okay, so for the first question, well, second question, is from Eagles Snapback. Hi, Eagles Hello. Snapback. Hi. And they say, uh, what does the panel think Roy has in mind for Schlupp this season? Is he uh, only a left mid, or can he do a job at centre mid? Also, I want to say, I love the show. You guys do a great job, and I can't wait for my weekly dose of FYP. Oh, oh you. that's nice. Um, oh, you you touched on Schlupp earlier. Not literally. He's had a decent pre-season. <laughs> yeah, kind of in the middle of midfield three, kind of. Yeah, it's interesting. He's, uh, I mean, I've always kind of seen him as a cover at left back or left midfield but we saw a couple of games in the last season he's he is very creative he's yeah. he runs really well with the ball yeah. he's pacey he's quite, I mean, uh, again he's one of those players that can cover three or four positions that you want in the squad but I'm, I think it's interesting that he's played so much in pre-season yeah I mean, and he's scored a couple of goals yeah I mean that's really interesting I'm, I, again it goes back to that conversation we had I'm, I actually can't genuinely predict at the moment what the starting 11 will be we'll talk about this later but yeah. I think Schlupp is clear in his plans do you actually pay attention to pre-season yeah I think I think when a player plays <laughs> no not, not for that I mean like generally I just can't, no. can't get into no, it no no I'm aware yeah. of the, of course you, you, it's like non-alcoholic beer yeah, yeah you're aware of the result it's, 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 it's exactly what it is a very good analogy <laughs> thank you <laughs> Andy you know what you've gone up in my estimation thank you very much it's a marvellous analogy <laughs> but it does the pre-season is like a non-alcoholic beer it is looks like beer I had no idea there was a non-alcoholic beer <laughs> <laughs> But it does, yes, obviously, the friendlies are a gateway beer into the movie. Yeah, exactly. Into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, no, it does give you an indication of, you want yeah, Palace to win. I mean, there was a season about 11 years ago, we won all five pre-season friendlies and then didn't win for quite some time. <laughs> but um, it does give an indication of what how the manager's thinking. And I think when you see a player starting in so many games in pre-season friendlies, then you, yeah. you kind of think that's a clue that he might... He might be figuring. I think Roy relies. I think Roy finds Schlupp reliable. You know what I mean? Mm. Like Kevin says, he can play in numerous positions. I think and he's he always more does a job. Reliable. I think there's a bit of devil about him. I think he's. I, I think he's what we what Punchin probably was when he was ten years younger. Yeah, but yeah, that's but, a good shout. But arguably good better, I think. Yeah, and he's, he, there is a bit of devil about him. He's, he's, you know, he's a bit. He's, he's. 
he's almost like it's like all the talk about Balassi. I was thinking we don't we got Schlupp, we don't really need mm. Balassi. Schlupp's better than Balassi. Oh yeah, the Balassi room. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I, I, the sentimental part of me would have been pretty realist. It was like, and I think it's in, interesting that it was it was a few championship clubs. But I think his next move is. I think Everton was the wrong move for him, unfortunately. I think he's going to turn out to That injury didn't help, did it? Of course it didn't. I think he's going to turn out to be one of those... I think he's down to the injury. Come on. I mean, whether Everton's the right club or not, that injury would have stopped him anyway. There'd been... Because it killed his game. It was about pace and burst of energy. And you can't... I mean, you've got to feel for the guy. Yeah. Um, Next question is from Michael Lewis. Hi, Hi, Michael Lewis. I'm going to put this to... I'm not putting this straight. I'm going to put it to you. Okay. He says, um, Guaita or Hennessy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Salpsy Street, so I've got to say, who would you prefer to start? Street, his body language straight away. He's been calm and relaxed now. The arms are folded. I'm not even gonna, but there's no the point going to him on this I, question. Is I, I Fitbit think, is pulsing. I think, going. Look, I think Hennessy will start <laughs> on watch Saturday. Yeah. I think and Hennessy will start against Fulham. Yeah, uh, and I think in the cup games he won't. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe by Christmas time Hennessy will be on the bench. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Quite simple. I just, I just, I've, I agree with the fact that I think he'll start. I think Hennessy is at the moment is our number one keeper. In the eyes of Roy. In That's the why. Of, in the eyes start. of Roy. But I don't. But I don't think Gaeta's being prepared to become the number one keeper. I think Hennessy will be the number one keeper until such time as he's. He'll probably go through the whole season mistake free. I imagine because he's that good. A <laughs> Sorry, Street. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm now well uh, well accommodated with the fact that uh, after the coming nuclear apocalypse, which can't be too far off now, the only things that are going to be left are the cockroaches and Wayne Hennessy standing motionless (laughs) between two white posts in SE24 6PU. It's just just a fact. It's just a fact. You can't can't sign the second best keeper in Spain and not play him surely it's just very yeah. palace we signed someone who's recently won a world cup winners medal yeah we didn't play him. and didn't play him mandanda yeah well, we did we, we did play, play mandanda. him we played him but he we didn't, just never he never kept clean but we didn't tell the struggled. other players we just didn't tell the other players that he was going to be passing the ball out to them yeah that was, there was just <laughs> that lack of communication where they were expecting the ball to be hoofed up and mandanda clearly missed it missed that meeting yeah um, i'd like to see guaita given a go i'd like i'd like to see him yeah, I'd like to see him play. Yeah, well, usually helps if you've got bad. one of the best keepers from Spain, if you play him ahead of Wayne Hennessy, I would have thought. Maybe, well, maybe only, only, best you, he might do, but the only thing is, even even De Gea in his first season wasn't. I I wouldn't yes. be surprised if Hodgson doesn't let him have a, a look for the whole season before. But again, it comes back to what we said in the first part of the pod: is that we do have a genuine. Much as I love Julian, we do now have a genuine choice. Of keep you know a genuine argument, a debate about who's going to be in goal for the first game of the season, and whatever the answer is, I know Streety will be unhappy, but for most most of us, will will go one way. We'll go oh, okay, fine. Whatever. Why will I be unhappy? Because if if it's not great, if it's not great, I mean, Hennessy towards the end of last season he was all right. Yeah, he was, he was, he was all right. He did, well, did. He won some games, and he was fairly was, solid and didn't make he, many mistakes. He was as good as any other player in the team in yeah. the last I think that's fair to say that we, we ham him a lot on the pod but I think when yeah, he plays yeah. well I think it's kind of fair to yeah. say that but he's he got, was a competent Premier League goalkeeper in the last 10 games of yeah. the season but he's now got you know Guaita up his backside so if Ooh. he doesn't play very well then you'd There's see a replacement. Yeah. So. okay interesting um, well, terrible question well, <laughs> it was a great it was a really good question <laughs> yeah. I, was, I liked it yeah, I liked it a lot it's one of my favourites so next question is from Jack Browett 
Oh, oh hi, Jack. Jack. Oh. Jack the lad. And Jack you know, says, Jack's like 15, he's now seven foot six. I know. He's so tall. Scary, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's coming from a lawyer, that is. Yeah. If that's the sort of thing he's prepared to sit seven around and say, seven foot, imagine what he says in court and gets yeah. away with. Yeah, embellishment. Because none of yeah. us challenged him. We went, oh, okay, lawyer yeah. said that. He must <laughs> be seven foot six. Yeah, yeah. I just sort of, it's just sort of drone it out. Shaquille O'Brow it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Jack's question says, after a good display against Toulouse, do you think Benteke could have a revival season and play like he did in his first season with us or his time at Villa? What would he need to do to reach those heights and how many goals do you think he'll score this season? He, Kevin, he can't be as bad as last season. In a, in a straight, I, I thought Benteke would stay this season and I, I hoped that it would be that old cliche like signing a new player. Everything I've heard from around the club says that his demeanour and his attitude is 100% different to what it was last season. He seems to be, even people talking about his social media account, he seems to be buoyant and upbeat and enjoying life again. It's very funny, you know, with the, the thing with... Uh, Splashgate today with Patrick yeah, with Van Arnold tweeted yeah. that he was yeah. very sorry that he splashed the thing but then Benteke yeah. tweeted in the afternoon that the, the, the Sky <coughs> reporter should watch out because they were all having bets in the dressing room as to who could splash him again on the way out yeah. <laughs> so it seems and I haven't seen him but people who have been at the game said he's physically much more he looks mm-hmm. fitter looks stronger covering much more ground so I've, I'm sure he will want to repay the faith that Roy Hodgson, which, with hindsight, it was astonishing the the faith that Roy Hodgson showed in him. With hindsight, the reaction of Palace fans to him was astonishing yeah. because there were so many opportunities and so many times when you thought, are they going to turn? And they didn't. Yeah. And you could almost hear them not deciding not to turn on him. Yeah. And and I think he will. I think he will want to stay and repay that faith. And I think he will have missed being at the World Cup. And I think he will want to show people what. Yeah a good player is even if that's only to get a move away to another to another club and I think it's I think it's significant and he will know this wasn't one rumour of anybody coming in for him no yeah. one no yeah. one not, in, not from China not from the Middle East not from a championship club not from Villa no one and I think that won't have gone unnoticed and I I think he'll, all he'll, you know, if he scores 10 goals in the first three games, that'd be... I just think he just yeah. needs, he needs to get a goal in the first two or three yeah, games yeah, and you, then I think yeah. he'll be fine. You know, you know what it's like when you just, on, when you're, well, you probably don't drink as much as I do, so you may go straight to sleep, I don't know. But you know what it's like when you're on the verge of going to sleep and you suddenly all these things come in your head. Yeah, yeah. And I just had this image of, of Jeff Stelling saying he scored more goals in two games than he scored in the whole of... <laughs> I just it just that seems will be three yeah three goals in two it just seems to me that he, I'm, he will definitely start three. on Saturday without a doubt yeah, yeah. and I, he seems to me like a man on a mission and I think that can only can only be a good thing because we, you know, we we did keep trying to say last year he's a really good player at a terrible yeah, yeah. season that point about the fans is really is yeah, really pertinent because well, I mean yeah. it feels like West Ham or someone like that after oh. that season last season James there'd been well, all was like, over it I remember the, the final pot of the season we asked what our favourite uh, bits were of the season and uh, mine was when he when the players gave him the ball yeah. to say that penalty against Leicester against yeah. Leicester when we were already 4-0 up yeah and gave him the ball to say that penalty and just everybody was just you could feel everybody just praying to him to score it and when he scored yeah. the relief around the stadium yeah. and it wasn't that we got five goals against Leicester the fact that yeah. Benteke had scored yeah. and I think that I think that moment was a real turning point for him yeah. hopefully and also um, from a stats point of view I'll go to you because you're, you're all about the stats and the XG and all that kind of stuff surely this, they would suggest that he will have a much much better season you would have thought so um, 
there's one school of thinking in analytics that says it's not so much your ability to finish that matters it's your ability to get into the positions where you're able to finish mm. that's why they all the, all those analytics guys rate sterling ridiculously highly and your average punter down the path doesn't yeah. um yeah. so you you'd hope that there would be a ding 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 first pull of the season regression to the mean <laughs> thank you very much nice. I, on a, on a oh, sort of more on a more human level i do wonder whether and this is based on nothing at all, just pure speculation, whether what with it being the World Cup year last season and what with him knowing that he had to perform to get into that World Cup squad, there must have just been this building stress and pressure yeah. throughout that last yeah, season. Yeah. And you do wonder now that he's obviously, you know, had the World Cup bid and pass and, and didn't make it, whether that will actually be a, a, a slightly weird weight off his shoulders. Yeah. He's not going to be quite under the microscope so much because that was another element to the story last season that, oh, he might not get in the World Cup squad yeah. here because he's not playing yeah. very well at all. Yeah. If he starts poorly this season, then frankly, no one's really going to be all that surprised given the season he had last season. And you'd kind of think they'd then be less un- under that microscope and would be able to and lift if himself he, up because of it. If he does well, everyone said this is a player that we all yeah. thought he was going to be. Well, or that also, he has been. I, yeah. think was, I think it was the Liverpool game I'm sure people will correct me. There was a, it was one of the rare occasions when somebody played a through ball to him. He's one on one with a keeper, and it was his second chance in about five minutes, and he missed. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you could sense that the whole crowd were about to stand up and start berating him, and they didn't. And I think Palace fans are such that we all. It, there's so many things when you go on CPFC News now every twenty minutes when. All these what things. is this news now thing? Oh, it's, I don't know. I just I think you need an intervention, mate. I you, you probably do. But there's so many things where you <laughs> see, you know, the talk, disastrous Benteke. Benteke has to be moved on. Yeah. yeah. Other clubs are laughing at Benteke. And Palace fans really, really want him to do well. They yeah. really want him to do well. And again, it comes back to he will want to repay Hodgson. He, he, Hodgson's public. You, could, you look at Mourinho and the way he slates players in public and then yeah. you compare that to the way Hodgson yeah. always talked about his work rate, always talked about what he brings to the team, always talked about his, you know, other players not reacting to his headers. It was remarkable the way Hodgson stood by him. Yeah. And whatever he said to him in private, I don't know, but in public, Hodgson was brilliant. And I, I think Penteke would really want to... I have to come a point Andy said about the sort of psychological pressure and this is less of a palace thing, more of a general thing, but I saw a a documentary about West Brom. There was an artist that went to West oh, Brom. Oh, fantastic. So good, it was Fantastic piece of and, TV. Um, it, ben Foster yeah. was, came across really well on that. He was talking about psychology and football yeah. and how clubs, a lot of clubs don't have psychologists. And I think we underestimate a lot of the pressure that these players are under and the psychological toll it can take. I think Benteke is a massive example of that last season. Is that something the football club should be concentrating on more? I thought that was really interesting because Ben Fo- if, if Seriously, if you get a chance to watch it, it was on ITV and it was no fanfare at all, but it's the... It's, what's it called again? Oh, uh, I can't... It's, oh, an artist impression of the football club. But he's, he's quite well. He does, a, he does a show with Frank Skinner on, on Sky Arts. He's half German, half Chinese. It's, painter and he, he he had no interest in football but he approached West Brom because he thought a football club would be a fascinating thing to spend a season with and Pulis was was it was amazing his relationship with Pulis uh, Pardew clearly didn't want to get involved because he's yeah. not in it at all and then Darren Moore did and the players all took the mickey out of him relentlessly at the start but then three or four of the players really liked him but Chris Brunt and Foster who spoke to him about that I was Foster talked about not enjoying playing football because of the enormous pressure but also they spoke to him to foster about sort of December January time just saying I can't sleep because I'm worried about people losing their jobs Yeah, if we go down 25-30 people will lose their job here and I I thought it was amazing because it never occurs to you that players are aware of that yeah 
as well. But and they work with these people every day. Yeah, and Foster said, I think every time I go out on a football pitch now, I'm thinking about those people. And he said, I can't play football under those. It's really difficult. So, it's, I, but I think Roy Hodgson, in his own quiet way, is the psychologist at Palace. And I'm not yeah. sure whether we have, I don't think we've got an official club psychologist, but Hodgson, I think, is that person. And I think Hodgson would have been talking to Benteke all the, all the way through last season. Clearly the other players did because the players never yeah. turned on him either. And I think Hodgson, you know, just by picking him again in all the friendlies and, and he will start again on, you know, it's got to give Benteke a lift. It's got to make him want to do yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. the thing, you know, you, you talk about psychology of football and the psychology of sport and all that, but really it's, what's, it's what used to be called confidence. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's, yeah. And, that's, and we, we talk about it week in, week out. And it really is, yes, of course, confidence can be all these different levels. And we could talk about the worry about the, what's going to happen to the, the people who work at the club and all that stuff. But it's, that's all about the, it's all about the self-confidence mm-hmm. you get. And if, if it's a team sport, then it's about the confidence of people around but as, as well. But as a society, we are getting better at kind of uh, men talking about mental health and kind of yeah. talking about their feelings and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You'd think football would catch up with that. You'd think football yeah, would have... It's not. It's really behind us. Football's like in the dark ages. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. The, the whole structure of football is in the dark age. I mean, there's no women involved. There's hardly any black people involved, yeah. apart from the ones on the pitch. Yeah. You know, and it's... um, You know, it is... It's, it's disappointing, it's, isn't it? It's really disappointing. Yeah. As a fan, you know, and as as, as a follower of football, it's, it's, it's disappointing, but we just hope it's going to change. And it will change. And But, it, you know, it, it's going to take a long time. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, I've not seen the programme, but programmes like that make football real to people yeah you know in the same way that seeing paul gascoigne in 1990 crying made foot changed football yeah. i mean changed football in this country that did just yeah. that one thing because people saw it as a human thing and they saw frailties in it yeah. it's not just the about vulnerability the, of the, football, the vulnerability yeah. of it yeah. and i think the, this type of program is the same type of thing and it's yeah. and it's important and i think players like ben Tegger, and, and all players but ben is a great example yeah. of how it's affected so we thought that firsthand ben, ben foster is I think he's just moved to Watford, hasn't he? So he's back he? in the Premier League. So okay. But what, what was interesting though about this particular program is that he, this guy, uh, painted portraits of some fans as well, and mm. had no idea about what football meant to football fans. And yeah. these football fans were just totally bemused by him because they didn't, un, you know, he'd never been to games before, and he went to every home game that season. And just like at, by the end of it, he was crying when they yeah. got relegated. It was like, mm. so it was a really good piece. So of it's work, called, I, I googled yeah. it. It's called the Football Club Artist in Residence. Yeah. It's on Channel Four. I think it's still on their four player. So Four definitely recommend, or whatever that's called. No, no, I'd like a bit of Definitely play. recommend <laughs> watching that. Let's just wrap up the Benteke chat then by answering the question, which was how many goals are you going to score this season? 15. Oh, I'll go, yeah. Ooh, I'll take that. No, I'm going to go 15 and a half, just to be like... <laughs> 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 just to be like... Straight. <laughs> 12. Okay. Yeah, that, I mean, tw- even 12 would be a decent return, wouldn't it? Well, even 15. Well, it's, even I think, well also the other... There's <laughs> more. So, it's obviously... The other problem, certainly... The early, the, 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 there might have been the League Cup or something, yeah. or the Milk Cup, whatever it's called. Well, then we get to the but final. Remember, the, the other problem, the other, in terms of pressure, is that certainly in the first part of the season, he was like, he's the striker. Yeah. He's the sole, He's the one who's expected to score all the goals, especially when Wilf wasn't playing. It's like, Which, Wilf, yeah. Do you not remember like the absolute uproar yeah. when he got injured? Yeah. Uh, just yeah. before the Spurs game or thereabouts, and uh, Steve Parrish had said about the sun not coming up on yeah. Twitter. And oh, people yeah, said, yeah, "What yeah, if Benteke yeah. gets injured?" Yeah. And then obviously it cr- created a, a tiny bit of a Twitter storm, like absolutely everything. But, but then it but gave off Wilf and Andros up top. Yeah, it did. But now we've got there are other options. He's not expected, you know, this season to be the sole goal scorer and I think that might take the pressure off him as well FA Cup semi-final winning Connor Wickham back we have yeah Yeah. is he back 
Looks like it. Yeah, plus Sherlock. He's got another knock, but not uh, not a long-term one. Yep. There was rumours Sherlock was going to go out on loan, actually, wasn't there? So I don't know. But so, I mean, Wilf was really complimentary about Sherlock after the Reading game. Hmm. Zahar said that he'd been, when he put the cross in for Sherlock's goal, he knew, he said, I knew that he'd be there. Well, that's I knew, interesting. I knew that he'd be strong enough to out uh, strength the defender. So and Wolf said, I've really enjoyed playing with Sherlock in training. We've started to get a bit of a bond going. Oh, that's so, great. Which is, again, another indication that Wolf wasn't going to go anywhere because why the bloody hell would he put that on his Instagram yeah, account yeah. if he was going to move to another club? So, well, the in- Wolf's Instagram is another issue where people have been picking up on stuff that he's been talking yeah. about, not even about football. And he means about his car to the, yeah, extent, exactly, that he, yeah. to the extent that he had to clarify that yeah. most of the things I'm talking about. Yeah. Next question is from She Watched the Sky. Oh, that's well, that yeah. song, some sort of yeah. Possibly, Could possibly. Be. I'd be amazed if it wasn't a song that had those. Yeah. Anyway, she watched the, the sky. Faye bands. <laughs> Where do you get this idea that I work with Faye Bands? I want to say Liberty's She's like a great Faye. singer, wasn't she? Faye oh. Bands. <laughs> Faye Bands was a great singer. Faye anyway, that's good. Um, will this be the year that we finally put two halves of the season together instead of all giving us a half attack for half of it? Have we even done that? No, no that's not going to happen. Up, we don't it's not going to happen. No, of course it's not. Are we going to be bad first half though or second half? No, 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 I don't think it's going to be halves. I think it's going to be more like thirds. Oh, yeah. okay. I think it's going to be third. I think we you mix know. it up a bit. No, yeah. no, my, I think we're going to be second in November and then fifteenth <laughs> come. <laughs> I just, I do. Yeah, it's pallet. Of course, it isn't. You don't know from weeks one week to the next. But I just, I've got a feeling that this is. I think the squad is strong enough. Oh yeah. No, I just feel it in my bones. It's oh yeah. It's our year in October relegation struggle. That's as high as the bar is. That's as high as the bar is set. But you know, it's it's only the second time we've been in the Premier League that a manager's had a pre-season. He's a he's a very very good manager. Well, you know what? Popular. It's it's less than it's less than forty hours to kick off. He could still leave. That's true. I'm, my, I, I think the indicator. <laughs> Had Pulis left by this point? Pros- yes, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, was I think it 48 this was hours? Before. This was the day he left, I think. Yeah. 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 The day Martin Kelly signed. Just, and then can we just get on Twitter and just check Roy hasn't gone? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. That would be so <laughs> typically Kipalas, wouldn't it? it would be. Whoa. Yeah, we haven't even started. Oh, no. I, I can't even say the meaning. You're doing yeah, typical Palace already. Typically. Don't say it. Typically, Lily. You've had a Viking gold. Yeah, yeah, typical palace, and he's going to revert it to the mean. I will. <laughs> no, Sorry. I'm not bothered doing it in part three now, have I? Now we've no. got to issue another invoice to JCIS. <laughs> <laughs> right, final question then. Final question is from Super Breaker. Hi, Super oh, Breaker. Hi, Tim. Oh, mate, Tim. And really, he says, really good deodorant. Can I just say that ruins it a little bit if you say the next question is from Super Breaker. Right, Tim? Yeah, well, because it would right, be weird Tim. if we didn't say that, wouldn't it? Was, yeah, you give him a game away. Well, yeah. Anyway, Tim, he says, uh, "FYP, back in the game!" Exclamation mark. Yes, we are. And it's another number-based question. We've out never, of ten, we've never been out of the game. Out of ten. Super. <laughs> well, we, we went. We went on a summer hiatus. All right. Oh, we went on a summer break. How yeah. dare you well, say? Well, uh, rumor has it there was a World Cup podcast of some sort. Just you saying. did it, didn't you? No, I did not. Did you were invited, weren't you? No. Who, who did the no, podcast? I, I can't remember. Oh, no, who I did, did, it. did it. Yeah, we did it, didn't we? Ed oh, did it. Yeah, did it. Definitely not. Ed Knight was really good. Ed Knight was great. His comments about Hennessy were really yeah, fair. Spot on. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good guy, actually. He's really knowledgeable. It's quite nice to get someone with a balanced opinion. I, 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 I prepared a 10-minute monologue on VAR. Yeah. Completely <laughs> wasted work. 
And anyway, I'll never prepare again. For those of you who go out to Edinburgh, tickets to Red Knight are not available because he's selling out. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, sweet. Good yeah. lad. Good lad. Okay. Out of 10, how positive are the pods feeling about the new season with Roy at the helm, Will still on board, and the couple of possible excellent new signings? I think he tweeted that before the end of the window. Um, out of 10, how are we feeling? Well, when it's a number based pod yeah, this year. It's all. It's, it's levels. When you say, how are you feeling? Are you feeling that we're going to stay up? Are you how feeling positive? How I'm, positive? Well, I'm always positive. I'm a positive guy. You are positive. So 10. Yeah. I'm wow. always positive. I'm just positive. You are. I'm not, not always, I'm, but I am, that's why I am right now. I'm positive. Yeah. I'm and positive. You, I'm going to enjoy the games I go to. I'm going to be disappointed yeah. sometimes. I'm going to be angry sometimes. Sometimes I'm going to be really upset. Other times I'm going to be deliriously happy. That's just in the 20 minutes in the pause. <laughs> <laughs> Where is my cheese sandwich? Where's the, why have you sold out those cheese rolls? I they love those rolls. They always do, don't they? They're such good. They're so good. Though. That, they're really French. The cheese really rolls. Nice cheese rolls. The cheese rolls. Yeah. Cheese rolls. <laughs> oh, uh, oh no, I don't know. Well, yeah. obviously you've got yeah, Mister. My 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 glass is half full. Well, you complained about your glass being half full earlier because I put a slice of lemon in it. Yeah, you said no, that was no, not you, Yorkshire. It's not Yorkshire. It's, well, it's not flipping Norbury, mate. <laughs> obviously, uh, uh, Enders is the possible, yeah. the optimistic one, and the pessimistic one is sitting opposite. I'm. I'm not pessimistic. I'm a 6.5 at all times. I said throughout last season You've that Palace would six. stay up. I said six. it in November you when everyone was going, we're going down with a record minus points. So I said, no, I think you went quite 6. well. You were a 6.5 the day your child was born. <laughs> you barely, no, that was you a 6.7. <laughs> I'm very optimistic, but bear in mind, as people will point out, I was very optimistic this time last year with the, with the De Boer revolution. With the world coach. <laughs> <world, laughs> about to start. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm positive. Positive. I think it's a positive place to be in right now. Yeah, I think, I think it's everything. an interesting first game of the season because Fulham, I think, are, are going to be a, a make a decent fist to stand up. So I think it's a good test yeah. for us. Yeah, first game of the season. Three. We'll six talk point. about Fulham, but yeah. I'm, at, I'm at six point five. Yeah. How about you? Um, What's wrong with six point five? Eight. Eight. I'm at an eight. Are you an eight? Yeah, yeah an eight. eight. That's an eight. Good. Nice. A lot of numbers on this pod. A lot of numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Countdown, very, yeah. really funny numbers. Yeah. Weird numbers. Very, <laughs> yeah, really, true. very, yeah. really funny. Yeah. True. Well, in that case, then, let's move on to part three, Whoa. where we'll be previewing Palace's first game of the season against Fulham. <laughs> Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hooray! Hooray! First part of the season sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. Vector. Okay. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Sweet. Um, so Palace have got Fulham away as the first game of the season. Joe Freeman. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Says, how important do you think it is to make a statement early on against promoted <laughs> Fulham, considering the way we kicked off last season against Huddersfield? It's, it's really gone. not important at all to make any <laughs> statement at all. It's really important that we lose heavily. <laughs> it's really important that we just, you know, we just knock excuse all me, those expectations me, out me. the window. I am the sneering facetious one at this podcast. You're that's my thing. I've been sarcastic. That's, that's, that's my sar- thing. That was sarcasm. That was, yours is, you are sneering facetious. Yeah, that was, was sarcasm. There is a difference. <laughs> it fell I'd on like stony to, ground but I'd like to take the question at face value Go on then. Okay. and say yes it would be nice <laughs> it'd be nice to against a team that you imagine would be in the same part of the Premier League table as us towards the end of the season it'd be nice to yeah. it would be nice to avoid it'd be nice to get the monkey off the back from last season and score or get a point in the first game first seven games it's nice to see Fulham back in the Premier League 
it's always a brilliant place to go. Although I'm in the neutral bit, I've never been in the neutral bit before, so I don't oh, know right. how, how okay. that quite works. But yeah. it's always that means you've got to boo everyone. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's, like gonna like Palace, it's going to be mainly <laughs> Palace fans. Yeah. But it's, um, I think it's a great game to start with. I think it's a uh, Fulham. I hope we'll try and play too much football. Mm-hmm. I hope we have a little bit too much now for them. You know, they, it's it's going to be interesting to see how Sessegnon starts. But they won't have come up against, you know, no matter how good Fulham were in the Championship last year, they won't have seen a player like Wilf. No. Anyway, well, Sessegnon reportedly well. will be starting yeah. at left back because they haven't got a left back because they've got no. a lot of defensive issues. Normally he plays left mid. Yeah. Um, so that could play into our hands. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely, bought, yeah. They, again, they bought a lot of players, but they are mainly defensive midfield. They bought a striker in very late. There are also rumours that they were trying to get Fossi Mensah in on loan. I'm not sure if that Which I think he was, he was at the club today. Or, you know, right, medical. so that may have happened. But I'm, I just hope it's one of those. Because, well, I think for once we are a team that are bigger, stronger, more badass. You know, yeah. they, um, I just think, you know, you look at the, the end of last season... I've got a feeling that we're going to carry on pretty much that way. I've, you know, well, we were the second most informed team behind Man City. Yeah, and I think yeah. there were goals in this. I think they will be looking at our players all over the pitch going, oh, crikey, it's going to be yeah. difficult. Well, yeah, the way our formats go for they won't be, you know, it's, it, it, you talk about setting the on going forward, they won't have seen people like Van Arnold yeah, and Wan-Bissaka going forward the way they do. They won't have seen the, the movement in midfield. Yeah. So I think it'll be a good... I think, I think Fulham and Wolves... Well, they wouldn't have seen a player like Saka make that one terrible mistake every game. Yeah, trying to dribble. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? yeah. I think Cardiff will struggle. Yeah. But Fulham and Wolves, I think, will make it's a good right. fist of yeah. staying up. Although, I've, you know, based on last year, it's very difficult to predict. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Also, obviously, it's the, uh, a boat trip down the Thames. Have you taken any of the boats? Uh, no. I, I somehow thought doing it on the first day of the season was. It's a celebratory thing, not something you do. You do it the last days, and so yeah. we're meeting in some we're meeting in some pub on Parsons Green. Where it's probably eight pound a pint, probably. Which I was in Edinburgh last year, last week, where it was one fifty a pint. If you were really <laughs> unlucky, really. <laughs> oh yeah, in the in the places says no. Yeah, yeah, we'll but so yeah, but no, Fulham's always a great. I mean, and there will be a, a very nice. Uh, clapper-induced atmosphere. <laughs> uh, yeah, Andy, what are you? Oh, well, what's the other thing as well? I mean, I'm sure Roy Hodgson will get a very decent um, response from. This and what I think is, I'm really pleased about is that Roy Hodgson and the Palace players have been talking with great respect about Fulham and how we'll have to play really well to get a result yeah. there. Which is, I which think is we great. will. Like, it's not yeah. going to be easy. And, and Andy, obviously, the promoted teams, you're always cautious as we know lot, new last season because they do have that kind of momentum and that enthusiasm from coming up, and they want to prove a point to start the season well. Um, but Fulham is a place Palace traditionally could sort of recently do okay in, don't they? Yeah, generally. Actually, I don't know. You have to be honest. I'd rather be playing them away than at, than at home. Because uh, you know, they have to come on to us at, at Craven Cottage. The fans will expect them to have yeah. a go at us and yeah. we can sit back hopefully and pick them off on the break. I mean, if you know, last season's first home game was a disaster because we didn't... No one yeah, but no one took Huddersfield seriously whereas no, this, they, 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 this time everyone yeah. is talking about how yeah, good a side yeah, Fulham yeah, are. Yeah, everyone's true. aware of you know, yeah. Sessignon, everyone's aware of them having signed Seri. Yeah. Everyone is looking at them and, and saying well. already... Yeah, yeah Scherler yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is already saying, well, I think they're really good uh, shot to do really well this season yeah. and 
you would hope that because of that there would be none of the sort of nonsense that there was with the first game of last season both amongst the fans who went oh it's Huddersfield we'll easily yeah. beat them we've got Frank well, De Boer and probably yeah. amongst the players as well going who are these guys that we're playing against well I, just, I mean Good I point. have to say I was part of that because I did talk sport on the Friday before the Huddersfield game and said basically well I quote if we can't get three points against Huddersfield then we're in trouble for the rest of the so well you can't right. you're, totally you're kind of no, right we totally did Totally dismissive of them. But and no, I think if anyone's going to not underestimate Fulham, it's someone like Roy. Of like course, such a practice. Course, yeah. And, and he, also, it's it, it's a level of the experience that we as fans have got of, of being in the Premier League as well. Yeah. You know, it's like we, it's it's a learning curve every every season. Is this our sixth season now? Yeah, yeah, six season. Six season. Yeah. You know, six seasons. <laughs> well, it's also you know, it's <laughs> just, I've been talking to some Fulham fans this week on this show I was doing, and they all quite surprised to learn when I said talked about you know talked about you know, Hodgson organisational motivation I said well no the last 10-12 games of last season I think we all agree we played football yeah. as entertaining as we've seen at Palace for, yeah. for a long time, a long time. They, yeah. they were genuinely surprised to hear that because they said that was not something they associated with with Palace with, or with no with Hodgson right. with Hodgson yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think arguably Inter Milan aside I think Hodgson's arguably got his even when he was at Liverpool I think he's probably he's probably got a squad as good as he's ever worked with yeah, I would say. Yeah, in certainly, at, certainly at Palace. It's, I think it's yeah. one of our best squads going yeah. into a, into a season. Speaking of which, Dave Jenks Hi Dave. Hi Dave. says, given some of our early fixtures: Fulham, Watford, Southampton, Huddersfield, Newcastle, Bournemouth, Wolves, Everton, all in the first ten games. What should our expectations be for the first few months of the season? Ender? Oh mate, we had our expectations this time last yeah, season. No, it's, it's a nice start, though. Isn't it? It's, it's a great good, start, well, and I think you know. You, you, well, you always say you've got to start the season with points points and last season we didn't yeah so you know who knows i would i'd like to think we just go i'd like to see benteke score a couple of goals in the first few games yeah. and i'd like to see wilf on fire straight away i'd like to see max maxi mayer getting in there and and doing what we'll think he can do yeah and i, I think it's when exciting. he starts i don't think he's gonna start first I don't few think games because yeah, you know, not trained but yeah but you know, by you're talking about the first ten games, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, by that point, I'd, I'd like to see. I'd, I'd like to, as the, you know, you always get that thing at the beginning of the season where after two or three games, you go, well, it is the beginning of the season. We haven't quite clicked uh, in yeah, yet. Yeah. I'm not having that. Yeah, come on, let's just let let let's get, get the, the ball running. rolling yeah, straight yeah, yeah. away. Because we, no, I'm not that. No game's easy, obviously. Cliche, cliche. But we haven't got those big big clubs straight away. But and it's always tough against. Well, them. also, I think the fixture computer has been relatively. I was talking to a bloke the other day who's convinced the fixture computer is totally fixed. Uh, I don't know how, but um, I think we've only got one. There's one like I think Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham. We've got sort of three out four games. Yeah, I know we've got Liverpool, but I think there's only one spell of three like top six games in a row. Yeah, compared to the end of the season before last. Yeah, which was nightmare. Uh, But I think the Mayor thing is interesting because it's like I think it's quite good that we've got this. German Messi but also we're saying we're not rushing him to get him hmm. we're not saying he's going to take part in the first game whatever yeah. happens and we don't need him to yeah it could be five or six games because yeah. that's that's a, a grown up professional approach that we haven't always taken in the it's past experience well it is yeah, yeah. But it is. In the, in and it's also experience hopefully from fans hopefully the fans are not going to go where is he no yeah. no, 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 no I don't think they will in the past we would have got a player like that and we would have thrown him in the first game whatever yeah. happened yeah. 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 well Campania signed well, have, yeah. in that window yeah, yeah. one I'd forgotten about chucked yeah. him straight in yeah. couldn't do it yeah. shall we round off the pod then this first pod with a few predictions for the season how we do first prediction then I'm going to ask you and we'll do this as quick far as possible okay player of the year that's quite an easy one uh, well Luca uh, Hennessy <laughs> <laughs> well you know, Wilf obviously. yeah obviously yeah, Wilf yeah, yeah. it's got to be Wilf in it 
I'm not even going to bother answering. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think he's going to have the sort of breakout season that shows he's an elite, super elite player like Gareth Bale yeah. did in his last season at Tottenham. Or maybe even go abroad then, like Bale did. Maybe. Yeah. I think I, I think, it's, I think Street has made an interesting point there. Is I think the vibes around the club are that it's a similar thing and that I think Steve Parrish made a point, I think was it last night or the night before when he was on Sky Sports? The debate. When he last talked, night, he was very good. He was very good, but he talked about a player of his quality, you should be taking the season to negotiate a transfer for him to one of the bigger clubs. So I, I think a lot of people at the club think the same thing as Street. Yeah. Is that this will be his best season and then you really will be looking at the elite clubs of Europe coming yeah. in for him for 70, it 80 million. It'll be the season where everybody outside of the club realises how it is. Because yeah. that's, that's a really interesting point. It's amazing how many Premier League football fans don't rate him anywhere near as yeah. highly as we do. Yeah. I was and, the, and they're all balking at this 70 million. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, but when you if see him play... If Richarlison's worth 50 million quid, 100%. Then Zaha's worth, worth double that. Double that minimum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, minimum. Stupid though. It maximum. Maximum. And I was just about to say as well, if that does happen, he has a breakout season and he goes somewhere big, I don't know, Real Madrid or whatever, yeah. we'd all, Palace fans, send him on, on, on his way for best wishes. Absolutely. There'd be no, Absolutely. I think lots of people thought he was going to go in this window. And yeah. I think the later it got in the window, the more you knew that that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Because why get 50 million, say, in cash now no, no, no. and not be able to yeah. spend yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's always obvious. But I think there was still an expectation that he, and a worry that he would go. So the fact that we now have him for that season I think actually lots of Palace so fans as a bonus yeah, yeah. to be perfectly oh, yeah, honest definitely yeah that, they're that. not going to sell him in January <laughs> you never know but also the other point typical Paris, Palace <laughs> the, the other point <laughs> the other point Parrish made is that if you're going to get 78 million pounds then you need a season to work out who to spend that on yeah, yeah absolutely. you can't do that in three days three weeks or absolutely. half a season you need to you know stop it with Gareth Bale <sighs> and then how much would they have to give us as well that sounds well, like you read that in the mirror I did. Yeah. I know, anyway, I told them. Let's uh, a few more predictions then. Uh, top scorer, Enders. Luca. <laughs> All pens. Uh, yeah, because Wilf will get even more pens this season. Nice, Kev. Ben Teke. Yeah, I like that. Straight. Wilf. Yeah, I'm gonna go Wilf as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, league position, Kevin. What do you think? Top ten, tenth. Oh, okay. Which would be jo- our joint highest? Yeah. In the Premier League. Ninth. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Is Street going to go for eighth? Eighteenth. <laughs> <laughs> no, ninth. I was actually going to say ninth. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was going to say ninth. Uh, I want to go ninth as well. Okay. Yeah, I like nine, that. Nine, nine. Can't wait for us to lose the <laughs> first seven <laughs> games. Zahar will still be ninth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, the good news about the first game is that Mike Dean's a referee. Is that good, is it? He's a good referee for us, yeah. Okay. He's the best referee oh, in the Premier he? League. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's not as good as... Who's the guy? Atkinson. Atkinson. Yeah, yeah. Atkinson. Andy, biggest surprise. Well, I don't know that's not happened yet. How can you predict a surprise? <laughs> no, but you know, biggest. Yeah, no, okay, biggest surprise player, maybe. You know, a player that might. We know who they all are. Yeah. Chung Yong Lee. <laughs> we get Fine. so many injuries that he has to come back. It's not a great question, is it, really? <laughs> uh, okay, we end up with an injury crisis of 18 players out, and Nyar Kirby comes in and. T- is it. Do you pronounce it Nyar? Nyar Kirby. Uh, Kirby comes in and proves to be brilliant. The biggest go. surprise uh, is that Wilf will leave in January, and we, will, and we won't replace him, and Roy will get so upset he'll cry on camera. <laughs> Won't be yeah. interviewed by Sky Sports and have a really bad breakdown. He'll 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 get better because uh, he'll go into recovery in Devon. 
because the, the club will feel so bad, they'll buy him a nice house in Devon. He'll live down there with his family. He'll be fine. Yeah. Wilf will go get over. He'll, he's, he's actually not going to go to Spain. He's going to go to Argentina because Argentina, South American football is going to have a real resurgence. That's a big surprise in my book. That is a surprise. It's a surprise, you're in. <laughs> That's been on the cards for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. Well, the other. I think the, the, the surprise swap deal with uh, Ronaldo. Yeah. Coming yeah. from Juventus, Wilf yeah. going to Juventus, and Ronaldo coming the other way. Yeah. But or they the actually other, get the wrong Ronaldo. Yeah, or the other big surprise. <laughs> that's the <laughs> <that's laughs> <a> Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> or the, other, like big surprise, the other big surprise will be that uh, Kayla turns out to be uh, Sparrowhawk in a body, <laughs> in a body suit. <laughs> or that he ends up Kay- being the original Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my next question was going to be most Palace thing to happen, but are you you guys have covered it really with that last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So, that was very good. I enjoyed that. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, that yeah well, I can't carry on. I'm going to put a fiver on it as well. Just yeah, just put really <laughs> get good odds. <laughs> <laughs> really great odds on that. Plus, don't forget plus four red cards in the first half, just to make it really worthwhile. Just, just up the odds. <laughs> yeah, anyway, the way it goes. Boost. Um, thank you very much for being on the first part of the season. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's started raining. Yeah. Oh, has it? Oh, it's autumn. Autumn soon. Um, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for all your questions. <laughs> Apologies if we couldn't read them all out, but please keep sending them in. We do love receiving them. Um, Kevin, Enders, Street, have a great week. I guess you'll go back up to Edinburgh, aren't you? I'll go back to Edinburgh on Monday, Ooh, but I'll be back yeah. for the Liverpool Are we podding game. next week? I presume we will be. Uh, we'll work something out. Yeah, any show recommendations? Well, we can have pop without Kevin we'll, here. We'll work yeah. out. Oh, you can do it here. Dad will be here to let you in. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. No, you know where the fridge is, you know where the kettle is. We won't have you on the pod, though. It's going to be hard. We'll get somebody else in. We'll work something out. If anyone is, we do have listeners that go to Edinburgh, any show recommendations? Apart from Ed Knight. Yeah. Johnny Woo. Uh, Arthur Smith. Johnny Woo's show is very good. Johnny Woo's Brits at Cabaret. Uh, a lad called Matt Ewins is he brilliant. He is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant Did show. I have my first ever gig with him? Did you? Yeah. Well, his show this year is fantastic. Terry Alderton oh, is off the scale. That's my bus. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, go to the Ed Knight if you can get a ticket. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, thanks for listening. We'll be back with you after the Fulham game. So, see you then. Bye. Bye. Podcast Network.